This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. What does the Old Testament, especially the Old Testament law, have to do with your Christian life? Keep listening after the episode to find out more. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Leviticus chapter 6 and Leviticus chapter 16. Leviticus 6. Trespass by deception and false oath. Then the Lord spoke to Moses. When a person sins and commits a trespass against the Lord by deceiving his fellow citizen in regard to something held in trust or a pledge or something stolen or by extorting something from his fellow citizen or has found something lost and denies it and swears falsely concerning any one of the things that someone might do to sin, when it happens that he sins and he is found guilty, then he must return whatever he had stolen or whatever he had extorted or the thing that he had held in trust or the lost thing that he had found or anything about which he swears falsely. He must restore it in full and add one-fifth to it. He must give it to its owner when he is found guilty. Then he must bring his guilt offering to the Lord, a flawless ram from the flock, convertible into silver shekels for a guilt offering to the priest. So the priest will make atonement on his behalf before the Lord, and he will be forgiven for whatever he has done to become guilty. Sacrificial Instructions for the Priest, the Burnt Offering Then the Lord said to Moses, Command Aaron and his sons, This is the law of the burnt offering. The burnt offering is to remain on the hearth, on the altar, all night until morning, and the fire of the altar must be kept burning on it. Then the priest must put on his linen robe, and must put linen leggings over his bare flesh, and he must take up the fatty ashes of the burnt offering that the fire consumed on the altar, and he must place them beside the altar. Then he must take off his clothes and put on other clothes, and he must bring the fatty ashes outside the camp to a ceremonially clean place. But the fire which is on the altar must be kept burning on it. It must not be extinguished. So the priest must kindle wood on it morning by morning, and he must arrange the burnt offering on it, and offer the fat of the peace offering up in smoke on it. A continual fire must be kept burning on the altar. It must not be extinguished. The Grain Offering of the Common Person 
This is the law of the grain offering. The sons of Aaron are to present it before the Lord in front of the altar, and the priest must take up with his hand some of the choice wheat flour of the grain offering, and some of its olive oil, and all of the frankincense that is on the grain offering, and he must offer its memorial portion up in smoke on the altar as a soothing aroma to the Lord. Aaron and his sons are to eat what is left over from it. It must be eaten unleavened in a holy place. They are to eat it in the courtyard of the meeting tent. It must not be baked with yeast. I have given it as their portion from my gifts. It is most holy like the sin offering and the guilt offering. Every male among the sons of Aaron may eat it. It is a perpetual allotted portion throughout your generations from the gifts of the Lord. Anyone who touches these gifts must be holy. The Grain Offering of the Priests Then the Lord spoke to Moses, This is the offering of Aaron and his sons which they must present to the Lord on the day when he is anointed, a tenth of an ephah of choice wheat flour as a continual grain offering, half of it in the morning and half of it in the evening. It must be made with olive oil on a griddle, and you must bring it well soaked. So you must present a grain offering of broken pieces as a soothing aroma to the Lord. The high priest who succeeds him from among his sons must do it. It is a perpetual statute. It must be offered up in smoke as a whole offering to the Lord. Every grain offering of a priest must be a whole offering. It must not be eaten. The Sin Offering Then the Lord spoke to Moses, Tell Aaron and his sons, This is the law of the sin offering. In the place where the burnt offering is slaughtered, the sin offering must be slaughtered before the Lord. It is most holy. The priest who offers it for sin is to eat it. It must be eaten in a holy place in the courtyard of the meeting tent. Anyone who touches its meat must be holy, and whoever spatters some of its blood on a garment must wash whatever he spatters it on in a holy place. Any clay vessel it is boiled in must be broken, and if it was boiled in a bronze vessel, then that vessel must be rubbed out and rinsed in water. Any male among the priests may eat it. It is most holy, but any sin offering from which some of its blood is brought into the meeting tent to make atonement in the sanctuary must not be eaten. It must be burned up in the fire. Leviticus chapter 16, the day of atonement. The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of Aaron's two sons, when they approached the presence of the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, your brother, that he must not enter at any time into the holy place inside the special curtain in front of the atonement lid that is on the ark so that he may not die. For I will appear in the cloud over the atonement lid. Day of Atonement Offerings. In this way, Aaron is to enter into the sanctuary with a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He must put on a holy linen tunic. Linen leggings are to cover his body, and he is to wrap himself in a linen sash and wrap his head with a linen turban. They are holy garments, so he must bathe his body in water and put them on. He must also take two male goats from the congregation of the Israelites for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. Then Aaron is to present the sin offering bull, which is for himself, and is to make atonement on behalf of himself and his household. Next, he must take the two goats and stand them before the Lord at the entrance of the meeting tent. And Aaron is to cast lots over the two goats, one lot for the Lord and one lot for Azazel. Aaron must then present the goat, which has been designated by lot for the Lord, and he is to make it a sin offering. But the goat, which has been designated by lot for Azazel, is to be stood alive before the Lord to make atonement on it by sending it away into the desert to Azazel. The Sin Offering Sacrificial Procedures Aaron is to present the sin offering bull, which is for himself, and he is to make atonement on behalf of himself and his household. He is to slaughter the sin offering bull, which is for himself, 
and take a censure full of coals of fire from the altar before the Lord and a full double handful of finely ground fragrant incense and bring them inside the curtain. He must then put the incense on the fire before the Lord and the cloud of incense will cover the atonement lid which is above the ark of the testimony so that he will not die. Then he is to take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the eastern face of the atonement lid. And in front of the atonement lid, he is to sprinkle some of the blood seven times with his finger. Aaron must then slaughter the sin offering goat, which is for the people. He is to bring its blood inside the curtain, and he is to do with its blood just as he did to the blood of the bull. He is to sprinkle it on the atonement lid and in front of the atonement lid. So he is to make atonement for the holy place from the impurities of the Israelites and from their transgressions with regard to all their sins. And thus he is to do for the meeting tent, which resides with them in the midst of their impurities. Nobody is to be in the meeting tent when he enters to make atonement in the holy place until he goes out. And he has made atonement on his behalf, on behalf of his household, and on behalf of the whole assembly of Israel. Then Aaron is to go out to the altar which is before the Lord and make atonement for it. He is to take some of the blood of the bull and some of the blood of the goat and put it all around on the horns of the altar. Then he is to sprinkle on it some of the blood with his finger seven times and cleanse and consecrate it for the impurities of the Israelites. The Live Goat Ritual Procedures When Aaron has finished purifying the holy place, the meeting tent, and the altar, he is to present the live goat. Aaron is to lay his two hands on the head of the live goat and confess over it all the iniquities of the Israelites and all their transgressions in regard to all their sins. And thus he is to put them on the head of the goat and send it away into the desert by the hand of a man standing ready. The goat is to bear on itself all their iniquities into an inaccessible land. So he is to send the goat away into the desert. The Concluding Rituals Aaron must then enter the meeting tent and take off the linen garments which he had put on when he entered the sanctuary and leave them there. Then he must bathe his body in water in the holy place, put on his clothes, and go out and make his burnt offering and the people's burnt offering so he is to make atonement on behalf of himself and the people. Then he is to offer up the fat of the sin offering in smoke on the altar. And the one who sent the goat away to Azazel must wash his clothes, bathe his body in water, and afterward he may re-enter the camp. The bull of the sin offering and the goat of the sin offering, whose blood was brought to make atonement in the holy place, must be brought outside the camp, and their hide, their flesh, and their dung must be burned up. And the one who burns them must wash his clothes and bathe his body in water, and afterward he may re-enter the camp. Review of the Day of Atonement this is to be a perpetual statute for you. In the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you must humble yourselves and do no work of any kind, both the native citizen and the resident foreigner who lives in your midst. For on this day, atonement is to be made for you to cleanse you from all your sins. You must be clean before the Lord. It is to be a Sabbath of complete rest for you, and you must humble yourselves. It is a perpetual statute. The priest who was anointed and ordained to act as high priest in place of his father is to make atonement. He is to put on the linen garments, the holy garments, and he is to purify the most holy place. He is to purify the meeting tent and the altar, and he is to make atonement for the priests and for all the people of the assembly. This is to be a perpetual statute for you, to make atonement for the Israelites for all their sins once a year. So he did just as the Lord had commanded Moses. New Testament reading, Hebrews chapter 9. The arrangement and ritual of the earthly sanctuary. 
Now, the first covenant, in fact, had regulations for worship in its earthly sanctuary. For a tent was prepared, the outer one, which contained the lampstand, the table, and the presentation of the loaves. This is called the holy place. And after the second curtain, there was a tent called the Holy of Holies. It contained the golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant covered entirely with gold. In this Ark were the golden urn containing the manna, Aaron's rod that budded, and the stone tablets of the covenant. And above the Ark were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Now is not the time to speak of these things in detail. So with these things prepared like this, the priests enter continually into the outer tent as they perform their duties, but only the high priest enters once a year into the inner tent, and not without blood that he offers for himself and for the sins of the people committed in ignorance. The Holy Spirit is making clear that the way into the holy place had not yet appeared as long as the old tabernacle was standing. This was a symbol for the time then present. When gifts and sacrifices were offered that could not perfect the conscience of the worshiper, they served only for matters of food and drink and various ritual washings. They are external regulations imposed until the new order came. Christ's service in the heavenly sanctuary. But now Christ has come as the high priest of the good things to come. He passed through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is, not of this creation. And he entered once for all into the most holy place, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. And so he himself secured eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a young cow sprinkled on those who are defiled, consecrated them, and provided ritual purity, how much more will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without blemish to God, purify our consciences from dead works to worship the living God? And so he is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the eternal inheritance he has promised since he died, to set them free from the violations committed under the first covenant. For where there is a will, the death of the one who made it must be proven. For a will takes effect only at death, since it carries no force while the one who made it is alive. So even the first covenant was inaugurated with blood. For when Moses had spoken every command to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book itself and all the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that God has commanded you to keep. And both the tabernacle and all the utensils of worship he likewise sprinkled with blood Indeed, according to the law, almost everything was purified with blood, and without the shedding of blood there is no forgiveness. So it was necessary for the sketches of the things in heaven to be purified with these sacrifices, but the heavenly things themselves required better sacrifices than these. For Christ did not enter a sanctuary made with hands, the representation of the true sanctuary, but into heaven itself, and he appears now in God's presence for us. And he did not enter to offer himself again and again, the way the high priest enters a sanctuary year after year, with blood that is not his own. For then he would have had to suffer again and again since the foundation of the world. But now he has appeared once for all at the consummation of the ages, to put away sin by his sacrifice. And just as people are appointed to die once and then to face judgment, so also, after Christ, was offered once to bear the sins of many, to those who eagerly await him. He will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for being our great, 
High Priest, thank you for offering up your holy body as a sacrifice once and for all for us to believe, O Lord God. And for those who are not yet believers, God, I pray, I pray, O God, that they would hear these scriptures as an invitation to come by faith to you, Jesus, and to confess you as their Lord and Savior. God, I thank you. I thank you that even now, Jesus, you are interceding for us right now, interceding, O Lord God, in this moment for us, O Lord. And I thank you that the Spirit is drawing, drawing many people unto you, O God. I thank you that for the promise that, that you are coming for those who are waiting for you, God. And I pray that the number of those who are waiting for you would increase exponentially, O God. I pray that your that revival would sweep this, not just this land, but this globe, O Lord God. I pray that there be a revival, O Lord God. I pray that repentance would flow, O Lord God, all over this globe, O Lord God. That not only re- repentance, O God, but reparations would flow, O Lord God. O God, as a sign, O God, that the kingdom of God is near. And it is coming, oh God. And I pray, oh God, that, that today we hear the voice of the Lord that we would not harden our hearts, oh Lord God. We do not know when our lives will be demanded of us. Oh, but God, we know that you're coming. And we know that you, oh God, are the judge of all the earth and that you shall do right. And we know that it has been appointed to us to die once and then be judged, face judgment. So God, help us. Help us, oh Lord God, to be ready, oh Lord God to stand before you, Lord. And when we stand before you, may we be covered in the blood of the lamb, seen faithful to to wave the blood-stained banner of Jesus Christ without shame. Thank you, God, for that sacrifice. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God, we're grateful. Thank you so much for all that you do for us, O Lord. I pray all of this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. Carmen Imes, author of Bearing God's Name, guides us to Sinai, the ancient mountain where Israel met their God. Imes argues that we've misunderstood the command about taking the Lord's name in vain and that instead the command is about bearing God's name, a theme that continues throughout the Bible. Revisit the story of Israel from wilderness to promising future and discover why Sinai still matters as you follow Jesus today. Get your copy of Bearing God's Name today at ivpress.com. And as a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code The Word. That's code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at IVPress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. 
Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios and our executive producer is Helen Lee.